0: Log Talk Radio.
1: You have just tuned in to the midweek pick-me-up energy show, featuring professional officiant, tuning fork facilitator, and author Marcy Anchi. In 1988. Marcianne discovered the quantum fields of energy and vibration, and since then, her life has been a day-to-day experiment in knowing how to live in light energy for happiness, health, and wealth. She shares the principles and laws of light energy as they operate in everyday life. And now, here is Marcianne.
0: And good afternoon, everyone. Uh, This is Marcianne. Ann. (coughs) Broadcasting live from my studio here in Southern California, <clears throat> where we've sure been having some strange weather. But I, what's unusual about that, right? <laughs> Even California can get strange weather once in a while. <laughs> uh, today I'm rerunning a show I did more than a year ago. <clears throat> and it's just amazing to me how relevant this show still is today. <clears throat> I mean, I could have made it today, you know, and not changed a word. Um, and actually, this show has been uh, my most popular show in um, the two and a half years that I have uh, been on the air. <clears throat> and um, it's about prayer and a way to look at prayer that is different than what you're taught in church. Uh, because every word you say, is you're actually praying. So this is a show that's going to help you to know how to say your prayers. <laughs> In other words, uh, speak the words that are going to get you what you want every time. I call this show Prayer That Works Every Time. Hello. Hello. This is Marcianne Cheek, and this is my show, Say What, <laughs> Where, When, and most importantly, Why. I've been asking why my whole life, and on our on my show here, I have been sharing with you some of the answers I have found, and tonight... There have just been so many wonderful things happening recently that I just uh, wanted to tell you about prayer that really works. But uh, things seem to be happening so fast today, and everything is in such an extreme. Two weeks ago it was snowing in Omaha, Nebraska, and then this week it was 100 degrees And it was 95 degrees here at the beach uh, one day, uh, a couple weeks ago, and then about three days later it was 65 degrees. So there just seems to be no middle ground anymore. Where are all those fuzzy sets of traits we talked about a couple weeks ago, all those things that are in between those endpoints of a dichotomy? Nothing just seems to make any sense anymore. I mean, how can we idolize a rape, a rapper who just got out of prison for illegal possession of a semi-automatic machine gun and tax evasion on $3 million? And he says now he's going to write his memoirs. Well, who wants to read that? What a role model. Do you think he'll ever pay those taxes he owes? So how do we handle all this stress today? How do we handle hearing about another shooting and another murder victim and another scandal, another cheater, another double mastectomy? Are we just supposed to live our lives in fear, wondering when that next terrible thing is going to happen? Are we just to believe that the world has just gone to hell in a handbasket Well, tonight I'm going to share with you the other side of the story. (laughs) In my day, there was a radio show by Paul Harvey that everybody listened to, and he always had the rest of the story. Always an amusing, interesting sidebar to the story he was telling. Well, I have the other side of the story. Some good news for you. I shared with you how I was offered the opportunity to do television news at Channel 9 in Los Angeles a number of years ago. And I said, no, because I wanted to tell the good news. And the producer said, good news doesn't sell, lady. And he walked right out and shut the door in my face. Well, I am now the good news girl. (laughs) This is what I've always wanted to do, tell the good news. And I have some absolutely wonderful news for you tonight. The first good news I have for you is that the Republicans are not going to get away with trying to get Obama out of the White House. And I don't care what else they try besides all of this Benghazi and IRS stuff. And if we had had McCain or anybody else in the White House, what with those expanded powers of war, that the authorization for the use of military force that President Bush and Dick Cheney pushed through Congress in 2001 right now, we would be waging war all over the world in places where we have no business being. And thank God we are not, because we have a man of peace in the White House. Republicans are not going to get us out of this mess they made with the banking industry by starting wars all over the place. Those days are over, boys we are going to live in peace and harmony with our fellow brothers and sisters here on the earth now. No more bombs bursting in air. This is America the Beautiful with its spacious skies and amber graves of grain and purple mountain majesties from sea to shining sea. Now the next really wonderful thing I want to tell you is that the universe is always in polarity. A couple of years ago I went to an alchemy conference in Los Angeles and this conference featured master's degree and PhD physicists and mathematicians and engineers and other scientists who spoke in the field of their expertise. And there was this one Ph.D. mathematician from Germany, and I wish I could remember his name, but he spoke on polarity. And it was one of the most comforting talks I have ever heard. And as we have been going through this uh, cosmic change and experiencing all such highs and such lows and everything, I keep thinking about what he said. He said that the universe is always in polarity. Now, one definition of polarity is the possession or manifestation of two opposing attributes, tendencies, or principles. Now, I, I can't begin to go into any expansive, authentic, scientific explanation for you, but here is what I got from what he said. If there is a stream of information that only talks about murder and gun shooting... You've got mail. ...there is another stream of information that is all about life and loving and being loved. And if there is a stream of information that only talks about scandal and cheating and lying, there's another stream of information that only talks about integrity and virtue and honesty. And if there is a stream of information that only talks about cancer causing double mastectomies and women losing their breasts and their tubes and their uteruses, there is another stream of information about how if we correct and transform our emotional system, that then that will allow our body to fortify us against any intrusion of any type of cancer or any other malady that would seek to destroy us. So polarity means that for every negative, there is a positive. For every failure, there is a success. For every bad thing, there is a good thing. Polarity means that everything in our world is in perfect balance at all, t- <coughs> all times. And if only negative news is what sells, then this means that we are still at the stage of our development where we can only feel better about ourselves if we hear news about stuff that's so much worse than our own stuff. But why do we need to hear bad stuff in order to feel better about ourselves? Let's begin to see ourselves as perfect in our natural state, and then we can all have good news (laughs) because we are always in polarity, and there is as much good news as there is bad news. And when the public just gets sick and tired of hearing about all that bad stuff and quits listening to the news, the bad news, the news will change and we will begin to only hear good news. And so if that's where you're you are in your life now and if you're ready to hear about some more good stuff right now, just keep listening. <laughs> so I did call this show Prayer that Works. So what is prayer? Well, prayer is setting an intention and then speaking that intention out to the creative forces of the universe. There is a vast hierarchy out there that is perfectly trained and totally trustworthy, and they're just waiting to hear what we want. We have not because we ask not. We have not either because we don't know about this fast hierarchy that is ready, willing, and able to do, exceedingly abundant over we can think or ask, or we just don't believe that there is such a system that's in place. But so whether you believe it or not, it is out there. And every single nan- nanosecond, it is actually doing what you are saying every day anyway. You're already using the system. So prayer that works will help you say what you want, and then you'll get what you want. So let's look at the process. First, we set the intention. Well, what is an intention? An intention is something that we need or something we want or desire. An intention is an act of determining mentally (coughs) some action or some result you want. So first you have to look at your thoughts and find a thought that is positive and a thought that represents a true and pure desire. So let me give you an example. I was talking to my neighbor one day, and she said her son was talking about moving out and getting his own place, And she said that she would miss the money he pays her to live with her. So she was thinking about getting a part-time job to supplement her income for after the time when he leaves. So I asked her, well, what what would you like to do? And she said, well, I would love to work at the gate. Well, we live in a retirement community that is gated, and we have 14 gates that are manned by residents. And half of these gates are open all night. And she said she always has a hard time sleeping at night. She says it seems like she just lays awake all night long and then she sleeps all day. So she said, I thought I might as well work at night and make the extra money I need. And I said, well, you need to set an intention that you will get a job at the gate. So she said, okay. I set my intention to get a job working 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the gate. Well, we were having this talk around 9 o'clock at night, and I said, said, do you know where the security department is? And she said, no. I said, well, I do. Let's go over there and look around. (laughs) So we got in the car and drove over to the security headquarters, and we went in. There were two uh, security guards there manning uh, the telephones and being in contact with the security guards who were out driving in their cars around the complex. So uh, we said, um, I said to the one security guard, I said, this is um, Eva, and she wants to work here. She, She wants to work that night shift job, you know, that you've got open right now. And he he said, ma'am, you need to come back tomorrow when the woman that's in charge of that will take, and she'll talk with you about it. I said, okay. I said, is this where all the telephones are? And our our watch commander is back in there? And and I just started walking all around the place, and Eva was following behind me. And um, he didn't know what to do. <laughs> he thought, what are these women doing? And he um said, ma'am, you need to come back tomorrow and talk to the lady that's in charge of that. I said, okay. I said, well, Eva, this is where you're going to work. I said, look at all of this. And um, so he just sort of stood there, and he, I guess he determined that we weren't dangerous. And he said, well, just come back tomorrow and talk to the lady that's in charge of that. And so we said, okay, and then we left. Well, the next morning she went to the security department and talked to that lady in charge, and the lady hired her right there on the spot. And she is now working 12 to 6 p.m. at the gate. And she just loves it. She just told me yesterday, this is the easiest job I have ever had. And because I work the night shift, I get $2 more an hour than the day workers And all I do is watch television and read and do my crossword puzzles. And on the average, only about 20 to 30 cars come through the gate in that six-hour period, and most of them are just the security guards on patrol. (laughs) So this is how setting an intention works. Now, my neighbor got an instantaneous demonstration of her intention And it doesn't always work that way, but if you set an intention and you hold to it, it will manifest because this is how the universe works. That vast hierarchy is all set to do the work. Just be very clear about what you want. Say it as clear and as simple as possible as that will hasten the manifestation. This, is prayer. That works. Now, the next prayer that works is the prayer of the covenant. Now, a girl I know had had a breast enhancement several years ago. She had done it for all the wrong reasons, and now she's pursuing a more spiritual path in her life and she realizes that she should have never done this to her body and that she was perfect in her natural state in the beginning and the reason She wanted to have bigger breasts was because of information from outside of herself that made her feel like she needed to have bigger breasts if she was going to be able to earn enough money to support herself or find a man. So she was talking to me about this one day, about how her back just hurts all the time and her shoulders ache and ache and it saps her energy. And she said, If I could just sell my Corvette, I could get enough money to have the enhancements taken out, and then I wouldn't have all this pain anymore. So I said, well, I will pray the prayer of the covenant with you. And she said, what is that? And I said, well, the prayer of the covenant is in the Bible. It's in Matthew uh, chapter 18, verse 19. And again I say unto you, and this is Jesus speaking, that if if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. So what this says is anything. It says you, you, it as touching anything. So anything is anything, even money to have a breast reduction. So I said to this girl, I will pray with you, and we will make a covenant that you will sell the Corvette and get, get the $5,000 so that you can have the breast reduction reconstruction surgery. And so she said, okay, and we did. And we went, immediately went to the computer, and she posted her ad on Craigslist. Well, the very next day, now, I am not kidding. This is a true story. This is prayer that works. She got a call from a fellow who wanted to buy the car and he came that very evening and brought her the $5,000 in cash and drove away with the car. Now I need to tell you what happened next. Uh, This happened six months ago, and she just called me this week and said, oh, Marcy, my back is killing me, and now I have this big hump on one side that feels like my whole spine is out of whack. And I said, well, when are you going to get the breast reduction? And she said, I don't have the money. And I said, well, what did you do with the $5,000 you got from selling the Corvette? And she said, I used it to live on. And to make things worse, Marcy, I now have to move because my landlord raised my rent up too high, and I've been looking for a place to rent, and everything is so expensive. So I put an ad on Craigslist to try to find a roommate, but everybody who has shown up is either a felon or just too desperate sounding. She said, I'm really scared, and I don't know what I'm going to do. So let me tell you the second part about the Prayer of the Covenant. If you do the Prayer of the Covenant, and it's about money, and you ask for money to do a certain thing, That is what you have to use that money for, nothing else. This is the covenant you made with the universe. And if you break your covenant, then you're opening up a bag of worms that will just be reaping what you sowed. She made a covenant. She broke the covenant. And now she is broke and surrounded by people who have broken covenants. Another girl I know um, has also had back problems, but her situation was gen- uh, genetic as she was born with scoliosis. Now, I had taken her to my massage therapist who had been doing deep body work for 25 years, and he worked for her and it was better. But he said, These muscles have been like this for years and years and years and years, and over time, They could be stretched out and stretched out, but they are just going to go back to what they are familiar with. So it would just be a constant, ongoing thing. What this girl needs is a miracle. Well, the word miracle doesn't compute to the universe. The universe just doesn't understand that word. What is natural for the universe is just to do right action. Because what we call a miracle is just the universe doing what it knows how to do. So, I told her, your back just needs to be straightened up so that you can stand upright and be pure and true. And she said, that's what I want. So, we prayed the prayer of the covenant. Well, about three weeks later, the two of us went to a graduation ceremony for several people who had studied to become missionaries, and the great graduation ceremony was in this beautiful little church by the ocean. This church had been built partially from the stones and the bricks and the rubble, from the homes and churches that fell during the earthquake in 1930 in Long Beach, California. But there was this lovely book. Bus- bus- buffet outside in the most glorious rose garden I have ever seen in the side yard of the church that had a full ocean view. And it was so beautiful, and we were enjoying the environment and all the other people who had come to attend the graduation. Then we all went into the church for the graduation ceremonies. And while we were sitting there, this girl began to feel energy running up and down her back, And she felt like the bones in her spine were being moved around, almost like she could hear the cracking of the bones as they realigned and straightened themselves out. And she began shaking in this pew that had survived an earthquake. And I whispered, what's wrong? And she whispered back, something is happening in my back. And then when we all stood up for the closing prayer, she stood up upright and pure and true, straight as an arrow, no more scoliosis. She was totally and completely healed. The prayer of the covenant is prayer that works. And now the best story as far as I'm concerned uh My, uh, and this just happened last week, my youngest daughter called me and she said, Mom, you know I don't uh, call you and ask you to pray for me very often, but I am asking you to pray for me today. She said, I've been throwing up for three days and uh, I finally went to the doctor and um, he said that he couldn't hear any bowel sounds. So he did an ultrasound and there's a big dark mass in my colon. And uh he said that he he said I really should send you directly to uh emergency. He said but I think we'll just take 24 to 48 hours here and we're going to throw some heavy antibiotics to it and um he said you go home and go to bed and just start drinking liquid every 10 minutes, drink some liquid every 10 minutes, drink some liquid. She said, "But mom, I'm scared and I want you to pray." I said, "Okay, I'll pray tonight." Well, I prayed when I went to before right before I went to sleep, and then it just seemed like all night long. What I did first, I took out her colon, and I laid it out in on this long, 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 long table. You know, a colon is about 30 feet long. And then all night long, I walked up and down this table and walked up and down this table, and I was just massaging her colon, just massaging, massaging, just kneading it like bread kneading the colon gently, but kneading it all the way up and down through the whole 30 feet. And it seemed like it happened all night long. <laughs> when I woke up in the morning, it was like, man, I'm exhausted. And I turned over and went back to sleep and slept till 10 o'clock. Well, by the time I got up, I had a text already from her because she's in the East, and it's a three-hour time change. And she said, because um, it was the end of the first 24 hours, she said, I went to the doctor, and he said he could begin to hear bowel sounds. And she said, and I had a good bowel movement. I said, wow, praise the Lord. And then the next day she called back, and that was at the 48-hour point, and she said, uh, uh, doctor, doctor, uh, my doctor says that my bowel sounds are totally normal now. And she said, I had another big bowel movement, and she said he did the ultrasound, and the dark spot is gone. Well, so I was uh, talking to my son about it. I said, did you hear about Margie and her uh, her healing? And he said, well, he says, I want to play your game, Mom. He said, I have a, a charlazion on my eyelid that has and it's on my eye that has the small cataract for me. So I said so do you want me to pray about it? And he said yes. So we prayed the prayer of agreement that he the prayer of the covenant that he would allow his body to do what it knows how to do. And and that is to bring this chalazion to a head and burst it and dissolve. Well, that evening, I began to massage my left eye, and I told the universe that I was massaging my son's eye. And as I massaged it, I felt a slither of something, a tiny little slither at the core of this clogged pore, and it felt like some kind of resistance. So I texted him, and I told him about it, and I gave him a list of words of resistance that seemed to be involved. To me, it kind of felt like disgust, but not exactly. So I looked up disgust in the thesaurus, and the words that seemed to come closest to what I was sensing were displeased, discomforted, disturbed, perturbed, disquieted, annoyed, irritated, provoked, or bothered. So he picked annoyed, He said, I think annoyed is the closest. So I felt this too. So I told him, release the annoyance. So he said he would try. But I said, no, 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 no. Trying means I don't really know if this will work or not, and I don't believe it. I don't know. I don't really know if I believe it. But, you know, what the heck, maybe it will, so I will try. But this is doubt and doubt does not get results. So I told him to wait until he really wanted to release the annoyance. He was annoyed about the cataract. He felt like he was too young, that he didn't want to have to, you know, go through this process. He just was annoyed about it. And um, so... um, uh, I told him he should wait until he really wanted to release the annoyance and then then when he was ready to take the elevator down to his heart, <laughs> feel the annoyance, and then out loud tell the annoyance that it can go because he is thankful that he is not blind and he is thankful that there is an easy solution to dealing with a cataract. So this morning he texted me that the the charlatan had burst and was draining, and the pain and the pressure were gone, but that it hadn't fully drained. So I asked him if he had released the annoyance, and he said yes. And I said, well, your body knows what to do here. Trust your body. There is a tiny, tiny little slither of crystallization there that the body knows how to dissolve. So just keep putting those hot packs on it, and let your body and continue to thank your body for doing such a great job. And he said, okay, I got it. Thanks, Mom. So prayer that works starts with you. Prayer that works starts with you being authentic. Prayer that works starts with you looking within yourself and feeling what is true, and what is a pure desire of your heart, and then asking for it by setting your intention, speaking it out clearly and simply, and then beginning to thank God every day that it is done. Or you you can ask another person to pray the prayer of the covenant with you, but then be sure and follow through, on your part of the covenant. Mm. Now, if you don't know what you truly want in a clear and simple way, then you can go to my website, www.mrwrightforme.com, and go to page 34. And write out the hopes and dreams list. And if you will begin answering these questions every day for three months until you start getting the same answer to each question, by the end of three months you will have a good idea of what your purpose is, what are the true and pure desires that you have in your heart. And then you can begin to set your intentions or ask a friend to pray the prayer of the covenant with you because this is prayer that really works. And one last thing. The universe never has to do anything the same way twice. We live in a field of all possibilities. The way the universe fulfills your desire might be different than the way it has ever done anything for anybody else. So don't set any limitations on getting your answer. Uh, Don't have any expectations about the way that it's going to be fulfilled. Just be on the lookout (laughs) for something absolutely fantastic and wonderful to happen, exceedingly abundant over all you can think or ask, because that's the way the universe works. Start using your new tools today. Prayer really works. This is Marcy Ann. I want...
1: That's our show for today. Thanks so much for listening. You can contact Marcy Ann on her website, com. You can also view all of Marcianne's videos on YouTube by putting Marcianne in the YouTube search window. You can download her book for free at www.mrrightforme.com. And if you want to go into business for yourself, take a look at Marcianne's Weddings and Celebrations Business Startup Course at www.weddingofficiantschool.com. The the middle-of-the-week pick-me-up energy show is broadcast live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Coast time from Marcian's studios in Southern California. All shows are also archived and can be listened to at any time in any place in the world.